What's up, folks? It's your boy Stone from Smoke World Podcast. Sitting here at the lounge, relaxing. Going to be having a good conversation with some good group of folks who are going to introduce themselves. But again, you can follow me on Instagram at Smoke World Podcast. Email stone at smokeworldpodcast.com. And folks, again, this is a broken record. The website, smokeworldpodcast.com. If you haven't checked the website out, check out the website. We got some cigar deals going on in there. We got the cigar recon. I need to let you know. You need to put the promo code in, folks. The price has risen. Smoke World 21 to get the deal that you need to get. Okay? Again, smokeworldpodcast.com. Smoke World 21 for that cigar recon deal. That's what you need to do. Brothers and sisters of the leaf, this is a cigar diva, and I could not be more elated today to be joining Smoke with this beautiful podcast. It's it's part Smoke World podcast, part Cigar Diva podcast. We've got the incredible Israel Cologne here. We've got the Coconut Stick Man. Yay, I mean, yay! It is just a party today here at Cigar Sessions. We've got some great, well, not great, but really important things to talk about. But just starting off, it's just so nice to be sitting here with such incredible people and in such a great environment. And of course, uh, if you don't know who I am, you can find me anywhere at The Cigar Diva on any platform. Like to keep it consistent. Hey, how's it going? This is Israel Cologne. Joining the uh, Smoke World. There we go. Smoke World. We're all here in uh, Cigar Sessions in Middletown, Delaware. And join this uh, podcast and uh, having some good conversations. Oh, yes, indeed. And this is the Coconut Stick Man. Yep, the stick and the man that's on the island. Not the island that you know Tom Hanks was on with Wilson. Wilson! <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, your boy that's going to be always the bridesmaid and never the bride in this podcast. So I'm, <laughs> I'm being shined by Cigar Diva, my boy Israel, my brother from another mother. Yes, indeed. And smoke right there. What's up, what's up, what's up? Now let's get to it, man. Well, what are we all smoking today? I have no clue because it was given to me. So, oh man, that's the nice guy. I love that guy. You are smoking a Free. limited edition HVC 500th anniversary. Ooh, I'm smoking big things. Okay, yes, go on. Very good cigar. Mm-hmm. All right, now I got the uh, the hot kick. This is a limited edition. So, my brother Israel, he's, he knows the breakdown. Brother, what, what are we looking at? Here? Actually, the uh, the hot kick. The hot kick is a uh, uh, a tribute that they created for. Um, Havana City, Cuba, and um, it's actually a Nicaraguan blend with a San Andreas wrapper. It's actually a very, very good cigar. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Well, well made. I am trying something new from Aganorsa Leaf, and I'm really surprised because it said mild on the box, but. Uh, lighting it up and smoking I am so pleasantly surprised this is just delicious then again I do see Casa Fernandez on there which means AJ was a part of that so it's no surprise even for a mild cigar it is still rich and flavorful it's just fabulous you know anytime you say that you're pleasantly surprised what it really means is that you're surprised (laughs) (laughs) is there a difference 
I'm not sure about that. There... You know, when working with the diva, it's kind of like a love-hate relationship. You know, like anyone that's listening, anyone that's ever watched that movie, What's Love Got to Do With It? <laughs> wow. You, you know how the first half of the movie goes? Or how Ike is overpowering Tina? And then the second half of the movie where Tina overpowers Ike? I'm neither. I'm getting my ass whooped all the time. I'm a whooping boy in this relationship. In this, in this You're getting beat down. Picture. Yeah. See, Smoke, I may have to join with you now because... Yeah, yeah. You're getting beat down, bro. I'm going to oh, do yeah. a Brady deal. It's Let's a hotline for that. It's a hotline. I'm going to give you the number before we leave. Exactly. Somebody's got to do the hard work of, you know, putting gear together, taking pictures, video. Get someone you else. Know? I quit. <laughs> hey man, don't quit. Let's get a better union. Yeah. I'm yeah. We're just getting started. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna do a Brady. I'm gonna leave New England, which is you, Diva, and go to Tampa Bay. <laughs> Bring those rings over there, exactly. brother. Exactly. We can work with that. <laughs> so, Smoke, what I wanted to ask you, and this is our off-the-shoot podcast now. You know, you and I have known each other for a while here uh-huh. at Session to Delaware. I met Israel here. You know, I love the man to death. And Diva and I want to know, what possessed you to start a podcast? Very good question. Okay, so I had a concept and an idea some years ago to actually not necessarily start a podcast in the sense of a talking podcast, just a conversation. Mm -hmm. I come from a music background. So my idea was to actually create stories like they did in the 30s. So back in the 30s, there really was no TV. (laughs) And the radio created theater of the mind. So you had folks intrigued by telling a story. I would create the music myself, uh, set the stage, set a storyline. And that was the concept of what I wanted, wanted to do. But COVID came mm. through a lot of folks for a monkey wrench. Had some time sitting home. So I said, hell, okay, there's an easy route here. If there's such a thing. And last year, I want to say around March, April of last year, I said, you know, I got a little time on my hands. I think I'm gonna start this podcast again. Not the one with the story, but the podcast out to folks you hear today. So that was that whole concept. Again, something's been boiling inside of me for a little while, and I'm not giving up on the idea of still creating that story content type of podcast. You know, it's funny that you'd mentioned that. We talked about that last week, and I remember like I remember saying to you, like we were talking about Biggie and Pac. Like yes. how Biggie could flow, and there ain't no, I mean, there could be an argument, and you know, that's what social media is for. Yes, but, absolutely. But when you hear Biggie, Biggie flows where Pac takes you on a journey. That's the, yes, sir. Now, folks who got no hip hop know what he's talking about. That's yeah, number right. one. <laughs> so country music, so it's kind of like Billy Ray Cyrus. Better give a breakdown. We're going to run the whole list of genres. Like, oh, wait a minute. This could be a long podcast. Yeah. <laughs> or for those older gentlemen and ladies out there, Yellow Submarine versus CCR. So, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay, thank you, man. Smoke, thank you. Israel, you and I have known yes, each sir. other for a while now. What brings you into the shop? Um, I love the ambiance here. I love the family unity that it, it, you know, it creates. Um, it's nothing like it in Middletown. Actually, in Delaware. There's nothing like it in Delaware. Yes, indeed. Um, I would normally go to Philly because that's where I'm from. Philly. To hang out. You know what I mean? And, and go to the smoke shops up there. But once I found out about Cigar Sessions, I was sold on it, became a member, and now it's like family. Too bad they charge us a membership here. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's like paying $10 for a day pass or it just... Yeah. It, but no, no, they're good here to us. Diva, what's your story? 
I know your story, but you tell the world what your story is. Well, which aspect? I mean, this is certainly not my first podcast, but it's very special for me because this is the first podcast where I'm, I don't have to talk business. I can actually talk smoke. And right. so this is a there real privilege for right. me, you know, yeah. as the inaugural Cigar Diva podcast to be able to smoke about something. Yes. Not that I don't love business. Obviously, I do or I wouldn't do it. But uh, just to be able to, to talk the leaf for, you know, with people I love and in, in an atmosphere I love. And as far as cigar sessions, it is so special here. It, it just... We were talking to someone yesterday about cigars, and I said one of the most beautiful things is you don't know if you'll be smoking with a, a janitor or a senator, and it doesn't matter. Absolutely. As long as the leaf is burning, we are all one, we are all together. Yes. And I think that Cigar Sessions has such a special way of taking that to a new level. I mean... It it does. It doesn't hurt that the humidor is larger than my home, but you know, <laughs> hey. <laughs> Beautiful selection. Yes. Oh, yeah. Everything you need. Yeah. As long as we stay away from the Tatianas, we're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I won't tell. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know, if I may, I know that this is not supposed to be a business podcast, but this affects all of us who love cigars. Mm -hmm. And it's so, so very important. And I don't care if you're red or you're blue, you know, it's all about the color of the leaf. And there is a new tax hike that is being proposed right now that is going to literally burn through each and every one of our pockets. And I feel very adamantly about this for a couple of reasons, but uh, I don't know if you guys have heard about this, but Overall, it's a $3.5 trillion spending plan, and over the next 10 years, they plan to take $96 billion of that from this, and I'm holding up my cigar. Now, I understand they're also going after tobacco and vape products, but that's been one of the ongoing arguments now for years is that Cigars are not the same. And not only that, but it's hitting every cigar. This is not one of those taxes that a lot of people can feel good about and say, oh, well, this is only affecting millionaires or this is only affecting people who are really well off. This is something that is going to be hitting your small brick and mortar shop owners, your local businesses, your husband, your friends, your coworkers, your dad, uh, I mean, just your everyday person who enjoys a cigar, whether it's every day from time to time. How do you feel about that? Uh, we call it BS. Um, I know a little while ago they were talking about the same thing, you know, some years ago, again, here in the state of Delaware, uh, there was a hike and we came together, signed a petition as lovers of the leaf to attempt to stop that. It was not successful. So for this to be across the board at this moment, like, like you brought, you know, again, from your janitor to your senator, mm -hmm. this affects everybody. And this is what I love about this culture, cigar culture, that 
no matter what walk of life you come from, there's one thing we can sit down and just lounge and have a conversation. We might not agree on everything, but nonetheless, we can have a conversation. But now to affect that ability to be able to do that, because everyone's pocket, everyone's finances are in a different place. Yes. I have a problem with that. Now the question becomes, what can we do as cigar lovers, lovers of the leaf, meeting uh, senators, uh, legislation people, sit back and have this conversation mm -hmm. to let them know, hey, we're not with this. This is something we're totally in disagreement with. There needs to be another way maybe they can go about what they need to do. So if you're listening out there, you know, we need to come together. This is one of those times we all calls, we're putting the APB out. We need to sit down, communicate social media, whatever we need to do, sign petition, let our legislature people know, hey, we're not with this. This is, this is affecting the everyday man. Again, this is not cigarettes. Yeah. And this is not vape. And it's always getting that confusion. Right. You're not having 18-year-olds right. smoking legal providers behind the school. Yeah. That's not happening. Right. No. They're not doing, they're not, they're, they don't have this in their locker. They don't have a, you know, uh, Davidoff in the locker waiting to smoke. I don't even have a Davidoff in the locker. Right. 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 They don't have that. They're not smoking this in the bathroom. So yeah. Israel, there is a difference. Israel, what's your thoughts on this? Um, I agree with Stone. Um, this is a leisure. This is something that we enjoy, something we like doing. We're not in, you know, sitting here inhaling. And, and yeah, there, there might be some side effects to it, but who's to know? It's not like cigarettes. You know, um, and this tax is going to hurt us all. And on the other hand, this might, if, if they start increasing these taxes, this might cause a black market to be created. Yes. For cigars. Very much true. I you know? thought of yeah. that. I'll, I'll give you that's the last thing they need, because then you really don't know what, you, what, what you're inhaling. Well, not inhaling, but smoking. Yeah. You really don't know. I'll, I'll give you an example. It'll be like, I, I'm sorry to cut no, you go ahead, go ahead, It'll be like prohibition. Absolutely. Where mm. people are turning Absolutely. to the cigar equivalent of moonshine. And for those of you who don't know, uh, Stone, I want to answer your question. What can we do? If I could interrupt our regularly scheduled programming and just say, if you are not already a member of the Cigar Rights of America Association, you need to be. Uh, the other thing I would like to say just really quickly is that there are two ingredients in cigars, tobacco and water. In cigarettes, you have glue, you've got pesticides, fertilizers, you've got ammonia to freebase the nicotine, you've got lighter fluid to make them burn faster so you smoke more. These aren't the same things. Not at all. It's not the no. same product. Not at all. I'll give you an example. When you talk about prohibition, right? Uh, in the 80s, in the mid-80s to the early 90s, there was a prohibition where on Indian reservations in Canada, where cigarettes were so expensive that it became an issue where people were bootlegging cigarettes. Cigarettes, need I mind you. We're here in the States. We could get cigarettes like literally out of any local store. But there, there was bootlegs and... I remember watching a documentary where a, a fellow wrestler that I knew many, many moons ago 
actually died and they never knew why, but he was bootlegging cigarettes. Mm, wow. It was Dino Bravo. I don't know if you guys ever watched oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, oh, he, yeah. He was killed mob style because of bootleg cigarettes and other things that came about on it. Wow. Now, let me give you this cascade effect. Let me give you the average um, statistics that I did on this on my way here. The average cigar smoker's income is between sixty to seventy-two thousand dollars a year. So say that again. Oh. Between sixty to okay, seventy. Oh, okay, you got to rewind. Did you say the average? Average cigar smoker is sixty to seventy-two thousand a year. Oh, really? Yeah. That's that's combining everything from your twenty-five to thirty up to your oh. jet setter. Well, I need to sign up for a new job. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Me too. That's why I got. Yeah, it's something wrong. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, it's something wrong there. No, yeah, repeat that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I'm sorry. Proceed, sir. Oh no, no, no. It's okay. It's a but. The thing is that when you look at that price medium, yeah, that is someone that is depending on what part of the country you live in. You could either afford a cigar. Or in places like California, New York, you could barely afford to live. And the thing is with the cigar industry, there's always this stigma. Um, I was talking to Diva about this. Like, when you watch, like, old gangster movies, remember how you were talking about, like, the 1930s? Right. We always see, like, the villain or someone of wealth always smoking a cigar. Like, from Boss Hogg from Dukes of Hazzard to Tony Montana from Scarface and so forth. What's going on is that in this industry... This stigma is being presented to the average Joe that's smoking a cigar that may not make sixty to seventy-two thousand, and they're thinking that we're smoking like five to ten cigars a day, like we're like we're doing nothing better. We got money to burn. Right. And a lot of smokers that I've met from sessions to you know different lounges and so forth, a lot of these guys and even women they come in, they're just enjoying one cigar. They're probably buying like an eight-dollar cigar. They're sitting there and enjoying it, and they don't have that type of cash that this. This, mon- this whole stigma is being perception. It's, it's perception. It's a lifestyle. Yes. It's a lifestyle. And, and go ahead, a, a beautiful one. One, probably one of the only pastimes in which you can see so much unity among people of so many different walks of life. And I think about the people who come into a place like Cigar Sessions and network with other people, make new friends, make new family. And that's what we are. That's how we feel. And then I look at things like wine, uh, you know, other things or, or other pastimes. Okay, why, why would you consider cigars worse than wine? Or, you know, when the fact is tobacco has been around since the beginning of agriculture, well, back then horticulture and uh it's used as a rite of passage. It's mm-hmm. used to celebrate. It's used to grieve. It is used to commemorate important events in life uh, for so many different... And not to mention the medicinal uses. Yes. Uh, since the beginning of time, tobacco has had many medicinal uses. And just like wine, uh, does have its in moderation has its medicinal uses I don't know, here's a, a weird fact I don't know if you knew this but the COVID vaccine actually was made with the tobacco plant they needed a certain type of protein in order to hold together the integrity of the components of the vaccine and the tobacco plant was the only plant or chemical compound that was strong enough to do that 
And so, you know, there's there's a lot, uh, there's so much behind, just like Stickman was saying, there's so much behind that stigma that we don't know and that is incorrectly conveyed through the media and hearsay and, oh, that's so disgusting. Well, when you were born, your dad busted out his best box of cigars. So. Yes. You know, there's so much meaning behind it. (laughs) (laughs) I was about to say that, too. He only busted out the best part if he knew if you were about to come out. Like, hey, that's how you got here. Whoa, hey, 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 watch (laughs) But um, getting, getting back to this point, like, you know, if you look at the average medium of a cigar smoker is between the ages of 35 to 70. But yet, cigarette smokes, e-smokes, vapes, you know, like, you know, these brothers out there, you know, taking a vape hit and thinking they're like Puff the Magic Dragon outside and everything. Right, yeah, right. But, you know, they're not, I can understand if the tobacco industry is being under attack because they don't want younger children to smoke. But that's not the case. We're talking about grown-ass people that have jobs, careers, homes, you know, education, that this is their pastime. And yes. We have programs for alcoholism, we have programs for drugs, and even gambling. We even have regulations. Yet, this is the, one of the few industries, the cigar industry, that's always constantly under attack. And, you know, and it, and it needs to stop. I mean, I understand that there's, you know, COVID took a big hit on our economy, and, you know, we got to have a lot of rebuilding to do. And, but attacking this tobacco tax is, I mean, attacking cigar smokers is not the right way to do it. Could I, could I bring something up? One of the reasons I am so vehemently against this tax hike is the purpose of it. Yes, Coconut Stickman, you are totally right that the cigar industry again and again and again comes under attack. But in this particular case, I have to ask, what is that 96 billion over the, that's 96 out of 3.5 trillion. So just over the next 10 years alone, where is that 96 billion dollars going? And so I actually started to read a very, very long and barely legible PDF of everything that that was a summary of what this is supposed to be to pay for. One of them was orphan drugs, which I had never even heard of before. So apparently there are a bunch of pharmaceuticals out there, medicines, that drug companies want to put marketing money behind, and they don't want to pay for that marketing themselves and, you know, getting it, pushing it out to market. And that's one of the places where our money's going to go if this tax hike goes through. A a whole repertoire of pharmaceuticals that have been proposed to the FDA but don't have a marketing budget. Right. Is that right that that people who come to a cigar lounge because it's their equivalent of a yoga class or a meditation or a therapy session 
obviously a cigar is a lot cheaper than therapy. Yes. Uh, is are these the people that you want to essentially rip off in order to fund uh, a bunch of drugs that we know nothing about? Right. And that's just one. And what's next? What's next? That, yes. You know what? What, what are they going to attack next? Now it's tobacco. Mm-hmm. For instance, Philadelphia soda tax. Mm-hmm. Where's that money going to? Exactly. And I, I, I'm example. not changing the subject here. We're Perfect. talking about tobacco. But what's next? What are they going to attack next? It could be um, bakeries, or it could be it could be anything. Oh, they touched my cupcakes. They, it's yeah. I'm sorry. We need to, to to get together and protest this. Yes. Because it's 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 just getting out of hand. It's out of hand. It's ridiculous. That's what it is. It's it's you know it's straight out BS. I mean, right. like you know, how you said it, Stone. It's straight out BS. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I want you to maybe answer that question again for folks who are listening. Join groups again. I don't know if you do so on social media, but name the group that you name. Cigar. So that we know we need to do. Cigar Rights of America, and just a little plug for them. It is very inexpensive to join. Uh, it's just a really good organization for the cigar industry. In fact, if I'm not mistaken, it's the only organization standing up for people like us. And is oh, and when you join, you get a fabulous sampler. So you, you can't oh, okay. argue with right. that. You get it. We'll join right now. Well, we, it's funny. Me and Diva joined, and she took my sampler. So oh, you, know oh, you mentioned Ike and Tina, thanks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Say no more. Oh, there say no more. Tatuajes in there. Yeah, thank you. Just, just <laughs> olivas. Oh, just just keep just going. Nice keep, stuff. Keep, keep digging that. But she's talking dirty to you. I know. Talking your language. That's not even a good way either. It's, it's, it's like. Israel. This is what words hurt. <laughs> Israel, you said something that actually just kind of freaked me out as a pastry addict because you, but I don't know if you know Stone, but I, pastry is, is part of my bloodstream. I love pastry. Um, me too. I, but I think it might be in my bloodstream. <laughs> when, you know, when they went for the soda tax, it was under the premise of, well, we know this is bad for you. And it was for education. Mm-hmm. Supposedly. Supposedly like for... Garden, pre, yes. Uh, yes. Pre-K. Yes. Do we call here and something along right. those lines? Right. Mm-hmm. Where did the money go? Where did the money go? Yeah. Exactly. And you're right. I mean, I think you said it as like a hypothetical, but if someone can decide for me on my behalf that, let's say, Coke or Pepsi or Fanta or whatever it is, is not good for me... And so they're going to charge me exponentially more for it. There's absolutely nothing stopping them from saying, hey, well, refined sugar's not good for you either. Neither are refined carbs. We are going to come in and do a bakery tax. Right. It's too much sugar. You know, there's, right. it's, a very, sugar cupcake. it's yeah. a very slippery slope yes. where this could exactly. lead to so many other things. Yes. yes. And... And if you are going to tax, at least make it a lot more visible because the one example I gave about the orphan drugs, that was four or five lines on an 18-page summary. Yeah. Where where does does it stop? Where does it stop? 
Like, mm-hmm. when is enough enough? And, and the thing is this, it's like, it's funny that Congress is like screaming about this tax. I'm curious to see where the Senate stands. You know, a lot of these cats up there, and, I, and for those that know what I do for my day job, I go down to D.C. a lot. A lot of these, you know, men and women on the Senate are heavy cigar smokers. Yes. Yeah, that's and how they make deals. Exactly. I mean, it, it, iconically, it's funny for, you know, for the older viewers that know this, a president made a cigar famous. I ain't going to say who, <laughs> and I ain't going to say how, but I'm just going to say. Rumor has it. Rumor has it. <laughs> yeah, rumor has it. That Bill Busalama Clinton did it. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> They just get statues. Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, the thing that a lot of people don't understand is cigars are relaxation. Um, for those that know me, know Diva, I come from a heavy military background. Uh, cool. Lo- yep, there we go. A lot of family and a lot of them that came back, you know, they were fortunate to come back from, from Korea, from Vietnam, from Desert Shield, Desert Storm, during Freedom. You know, sometimes... And, and I'm going to be real about this. Sometimes our government gave up on our soldiers and just said, oh, here's some therapy. And, and sometimes just talking to a person is good. I'm not going to say it's bad. But sometimes a cigar and sitting by yourself with your thoughts and sorting you know, stuff out is far more relaxing than paying $200 a session. Oh, it does for me. Exactly. I mean. It does for me. Please, Israel, I want you to speak on you this. You know, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a veteran, um, Afghani veteran. Um, seen a lot overseas, seen soldiers die over there, uh, got hurt myself, um, won't elaborate on that, but, um, yes, yeah, sitting back, smoking a cigar, you know, it, it relaxes you. Yes. It, it, it puts you in a different place. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm gonna bring this up and, and maybe, uh, maybe too, too much info from my part, but, um, suicide. Yes. Um, 22 veterans a day, a if day. I'm not mistaken. Yes. 22. That's 22 too many. Hey, listen, I've contemplated that. You know, and I, I'll say it, and I'm not ashamed to say it, you know. It took many years of therapy for me to talk about it. But, um, sitting down in my garage, or maybe here in sessions, just smoking a cigar, reminiscing about the past, and trying to work things out, it helps. Just a, a cigar, you it know? Does. It It just helps, you know? And um, I, I, I wanna take this time to thank all the veterans out there. Um, yes. yes. Believe me, it's, it's not unnoticed what, you, what you've done. Um, and I'm going I'm to I'm put in a little plug. Uh, Brothers of the Brown Leaf, follow it on Facebook. Um, if you ever, 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 ever need to talk, hit me up. Hit real me talk, up. real talk. Thank you for that. Thank you for your service, brother. There, yeah, say thank, thank you. you. Thank you for your service. And also, thank you for letting us in on that. Not just us right here, but everyone listening Thank you for letting us in on that because there are so many people who are still suffering from so much fear behind the stigma. Absolutely. And let me ask you something, if you don't mind, a, a very personal question. Do you feel that you've 
attain more peace and relief from just having that quiet time with cigars or do you feel that you've gotten a lot more in terms of services and 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 help for everything that you've done because you've been through a lot i know that you've been through a lot so did the powers that be help you or do you feel that you had to carry a lot of that burden on your own shoulders um the services are out there um you got to seek the services in order for it to benefit you um yes sitting back smoking a cigar and it's just something about smoking a cigar that that relaxes you that 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 the, the ground you, you, you know, it's, it's something enjoyable. It, it, it's a lifestyle, like I said before. Um, but it's, it's just so relaxing to sit back and smoke a cigar and talk. Yes. And, and talk. Do you feel it's really helped reconnect Absolutely. you with other Absolute, people? 100%. 100%. That's a beautiful thing. Yep, 100%. Another beautiful thing is that cigar, <clears throat> excuse me, cigar sessions is not only a donation location uh, for cigars for warriors, but cigar sessions has regular events for cigars for warriors. Yes, they do. Everyone gets twenty percent off. They have record breaking every event breaks the donation record yes. of the event before yes. which is just a beautiful thing and it's often coupled with first responders night which mm -hmm. makes it even more beautiful but very much so yes you know and you said the services are out there but you have to be well enough it, you said that you have to seek out those services you have to be well enough to find those services absolutely now how how priceless is a person like yourself to someone who comes into the cigar lounge doesn't know where to begin but over the joy of a cigar and some conversation you become someone else's guide. It could be life-saving. Exactly. It could be life-saving. All, all, all a soldier sometimes needs is someone to talk to. Yes. They don't need a response from you. They just want you to listen and that, that's all it takes and that could prevent a suicide and I, I bring that back up because like you said 22 soldiers a day commit suicide that's men it and women in this people. country it just shouldn't be happening exactly I want the sisters of the leaf to hear this also because that's men and women you know we're we're in a society now where we have a lot of sisters of the leaf coming in and a Absolutely. lot of those sisters Absolutely. have served you know, yes. so. You know, it's it's interesting that you brought up suicide. Like, I'll, I'll kind of touch on this very quickly. 2018 was a bad year. And for those that know me, you know, Israel, Stone, Smoke, Diva. And that's Mimi being Mimi. <laughs> oh, but remember this is live this is live this is live at, a at the lounge <laughs> so bb gotta get her two sets set so you know we gotta give her her plug bb'sworld.com <laughs> <laughs> smoker's about to spit up his drink look <laughs> 
<laughs> she has a little sight. It's like a little itty bitty sight. <laughs> so, little Minnie Mouse. Mini, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, it's when, like uh, for those that know me, they, my children from my ex-wife, they're across the country. You know, obviously we're in Delaware. They're in California. Um, 2018, I remember Devo and I were at our home. And this is right before my birthday in December. And I had a gun in my hand. And I told her that if I don't see my kids, I can't see my kids anymore because of whatever reasons I don't want to go into. But I'm a person that without my children made me the better person that I am. Absolutely. And, and I went the next day, you know, Diva said, let's just go to Ashton's. I'm going to go have a smoke. I'd never smoked before that day. And Shane, you know, Shane is listening. I know he's going to listen to this podcast. He gave me my first cigar, which was an Ashton Cabinet Series number eight. Mm. And I said to Diva, I don't smoke. I live with alcoholics. I live with, you know, smokers. I live with you. So I, know <laughs> so I see what that does to you. But when I took the per, and I, luckily she told me not to inhale, I took my first hit of a cigar. And since then, I've learned to, I came to terms with, okay, I could still be a best father I can from across the country. It's not the 60s or 70s anymore where we're snail mailing. I just go on FaceTime with my daughter, with my son. But what people don't understand, and the three of you could agree with me, cigars brings us to a state of conscious euphoria where we could sit back and relax, whether we're by ourselves, whether we're in good company like we are right now. This cigar, this leaf, like Brothers of the Leaf, Sisters of the Leaf, uh, what was the other term, Diva? People of the Leaf? Oh, that's a new one, which I kind of like, People of the Leaf. But it is of the leaf. And this yes. is one of the few industries, and I can say that as a minority of a minority in this in this country, that none of us are looked at as better or worse. We're all equal. Yes. And that, it's such a beautiful thing. I, I well, not, not what you went through in, in 2018, and I'm, I'm just grateful that if I was of any help at all, then I, that's all I can really be grateful for. And I'm grateful that you're still here. Thank uh, you. But I can remember when a couple of your doctors found out that you had suddenly taken up cigars. And in one, there was one instance in which he was really, really stressed out. Uh, you know, Stone is. And uh, the doctors noticed that he, he was really wound up, really wound up, because you have to understand, he is a phenomenal father, okay? On FaceTime with his kids every day, his daughter is a total daddy's girl, but for, you know, complicated reasons, there's physical distance there, and one time he was really really stressed out and the doctors noticed that his blood pressure went down over 55 percent mm -hmm. wow which takes me back to the medicinal uses now it makes me think of uh you know everyone these days is everyone's downloading apps to try and calm down we have the Calm app. We've got guided meditations. <laughs> yeah. Go on YouTube, you'll see a hundred different videos from 
music that is tuned into certain frequencies to self-help books and the the entire purpose of all of that really is to get people to be present and only when we're present can we really take control of our own well-being and all that and our mental states and that's one of the things that cigars do Stone, what about you? How, what is a cigar for you? Well, that's what I always say. With my uh, onset of my podcast, I say grab a stick and grab a glass, whatever you're drinking, and let's have a conversation. Just to piggyback on what Israel was saying as far as the uh, cigar culture. You know, uh, my background was law enforcement. So obviously you see a lot of stuff and on a daily basis and you deal with a lot of different things. But the cigar for me has been that mediator that stress reliever, you know, that once you had, whatever, maybe, you had, maybe it's not going to say you have a bad day every day. I'm not going to say that. But regardless of what type of day you may have had, that, you know, you, you look forward to sitting back, getting home, taking your clothes off, putting on your comfy pants, you know, your holy socks, shoes, whatever you got going on, just to relax. You go grab that stick because it's a time to reflect. You just get time to sit back, reflect, think about the day. Let's think about life. To me, I get more ideas. When I'm smoking my cigar. Yep. You know, all types of ideas come to me as I'm smoking. I sit there, you know, because you got time to reflect. It gives you that opportunity to reflect, sit back, think about the day, think about some of the things you got to accomplish or things that you have accomplished. And this is why I love the cigar culture because, again, a conversation can make a major difference. Yes. It may seem simple to folks, but, you know, this conversation, again, you never know what's going on with another person. Mm-hmm. You have no idea. Until sometime you have that conversation. Very mm-hmm. true. So that's just what I love about the culture. Again, no matter what walk of life you come from, no matter what you look like, what you smell like, going to the cigar lounge, we're gonna mask that smell. <laughs> so it's a beautiful thing to be able to sit back, smoke, drink whatever you're drinking, whether it be juice, coffee, soda, or tea, or bourbon, whatever the case may be, and just enjoy each other's company. It's funny that you mentioned about the cigar smoke covering everything because <laughs> I get gassy at times at lounges. <laughs> so <laughs> go to the place, they're like, Whoa, oh, what was that? Is that what, is that what it was? <laughs> yeah, my new name may be Bombs Over Baghdad after today. So. <laughs> but no, um, it, it, you know, to get back to your point, you're absolutely right. And, and getting back to this tax, this is a tax that's not just attacking cigar smokers. This is a tax that is, and for those that are listening, that's an attack on us. We already, I mean, if you live in New Jersey, you're already paying a high percentage on your house. Yes. If you're in New York, if you're a cigar smoker, you oh, already know. Robbery homicide, California, yeah, yeah. robbery homicide. Exactly. Yeah. And, and it's not fair, it's not fair. We don't have the same tax on alcohol. We don't have the same tax on any other thing except for this and this only industry. And you know, for both of you being in respective fields of law enforcement and military, a lot of military guys and cops that I meet in cigar lounges, this is their only, if their only, relaxation from their day. Yes. And as, you know, how our world is now, I mean, this is not the top podcast to talk about. Our world is far different than it was 30 years ago. Yes. Yes. So the stresses out there are 10 times as worse. Yes. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's crazy. And you just said it. Our worlds are different. Mm-hmm. But this brings us together. Exactly. Yes. See? I would, 
I'll give you the best example. I'm sitting with two Philadelphia Eagles fans, and I'm a Raider Nation here. Ooh, but we won't hold that against you. We won't hold that against you. We still love you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We st- I still love you. <laughs> Gotta love you, Eagles, though. Gotta love them. Gotta love them. Win or lose. Yeah, Raider Nation. Yay, yay. We be clubbing. I would like to bring up one very, very real example. I remember a gentleman that, uh, and this is a few years ago, at a, a different cigar lounge up in Jersey, and there was one guy who would come in, and he wasn't very social. He would come in, he, he was cordial enough, you know, but he wasn't really there to talk a lot. And he would smoke a cigar, and when he was done, he'd stand up, he would politely say goodbye to everyone, and just head out. Mm-hmm. And one day we, you know, asked him, is there something wrong? Do you have somewhere to be? And he, and he actually took a minute to explain that he has an extremely stressful job. And it used to be that when he got home from his job, he took that stress out on his family, on his wife, wow. on mm-hmm. his kids, and they bore the brunt of it because he was going straight from high stress to home and so he didn't spend much time at the lounge but that one hour maybe 90 minutes just sitting in a chair by himself with a cigar changed everything and now when he got home he was a totally different person and his family no longer bore the brunt of his stress now this guy did not make a lot of money. No. He worked at a car dealership in uh, the service. service. He was like department. a manager of yeah. the uh, okay. service department and whatnot. So he's dealing with irate people all day, every day. Yes. And, but he's not pulling in six figures. Yeah. You know, he's not a man, he's not a Rockefeller, as they say. Uh, that's the type of person who's going to be hit. And who's getting hit secondarily after that? The wife and kids. Yes. Yeah. You know, the family. It's a domino effect. And yes. I'll give you an example of how the tax will affect. So let's take a, I'll take one of my favorite cigars. Uh, uh, depending on where you live in the country, an eight, uh, Fuente 858, if you could find them. Let's say the cigar is 875. That same 875 cigar for $8.75 is now going to be 1250. So imagine like if you're someone that has an expensive palette or something that's a nicer palette, you're now looking at a, let's say a Padron at $22. I know just throwing a number out, now it's gonna be 27 to $29. And not only is the end user gonna be affected, but it's also gonna affect the brick and mortar stores that now have to sell it because now they have to pay a higher price. And with this tax, now they have to charge higher just to stay in business. That affects business. Exactly. You know, some of these smaller shops, you know, the mom, the brick and mortar shops, this is going to affect them. Absolutely. Because mm-hmm. again, you know, the traffic that comes in, they depend on the local. Now, you know, we all, you know, we go to the internet, you know, we look for the best prices, mm-hmm. but it's important that we support our brick and mortars because that's where that conversation takes place. Yes. Without those brick and mortars, we cannot sit down and do what we're doing now. Yeah. Right. You know, we can order online, you know, don't get me wrong, we all do it and find, hey, it's great, but they got a deal. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody's dancing. Sign in, jump on. But at the end of the day, it's important that we support 
that brick and mortar. And that tobacco tax increase affects that brick and mortar's ability to bring in revenue. Okay, you, you talk, like I said, how this is a domino effect. Yes. You know, it's not just us as cigar smokers, but the industry as a whole. And, you know, sometimes we forget about those individuals who run the mom and pop brick and mortar stores. Yes. You know, and they, they'll be able to be able to purchase their inventory to make their moves. Mm -hmm. So, again, folks, you know, we're going to have to go and talk to our politicians to do what we need to do. This is a serious matter. We enjoy this, what we do. We're adults. We make conscious decisions on what we do. Talk to your politicians. Again, sign up with those who got the PCA. We got the PCA. The PCA is another advocate. That's right. Who fights for it and uh, gets information. So you can always look that information up on the PCA, Premium Cigar Association. You know, they battle. They have people who actually sit back in the lobby and talk to politicians in reference to say, look, let me educate you on this cigar, what it is and what it's not. Right. What we need to do as cigar smokers is to de-villainize cigar smoking. Yes. Yes. Remember how I used the examples of Scarface, Boss right. Hogg, and yes. all that? In our society, like when you watch a movie, the villain is always smoking a cigar. Yeah. Okay. And what we need to do is to make people understand that cigars are not the enemy. Okay? Not cigar smokers, not cigar shops, not cigar brick and mortars, not online retailers, or even cigar people. So to tax us is a segregation of an attack because you feel that $95 billion over 10 years... That's only $9.5 billion. And let's now let's divide that $9.5 billion into 50 states. Okay, I don't know the exact numbers. But then from there, from those 50 states, how much money goes to local and counties and cities? And then from there, let's just be real, because we live in this type of society, how much of it is going to be wasted on junk projects that right. will never go anywhere? And it varies state to state. Exactly. And that's the thing I'm afraid of. Yeah. One of the things that I would like to add to what you said, Stone, and Coconut Stickman, also what you said, if you look in your local community and you see a cigar lounge and you think, well, I don't care. I'm not a smoker. That doesn't apply to me. It does apply to you. And the reason is Coconut Stickman is amazing at statistics and just that weird information. He's always got great facts on him. The irony is that I was married to an Asian woman and she sucked at math. <laughs> so oh, no, you didn't. Because she go listen, so I'm going to put her on blast. So. <laughs> no, but honestly, uh, there was a statistic, and I wish I could remember it right now, but every dollar that is spent in your local community, local brick and mortars or local online e-tailers, it doesn't matter... Uh, if you buy local, shop local, that one dollar becomes exponentially more and it stays in the community. It goes around and around and around. Mm -hmm. Whereas when you're buying from, I don't want to name any names, but if you are a prime member of certain, <laughs> you know, bigger, bigger retailers, basically that dollar just leaves your community. It's done. It's gone. Right. It's done. So that cigar shop that you walk past or drive past, even if you are not a cigar smoker, that cigar shop is still helping to fund your kids' Little League 
to help local medical services, first responders, everyone. Right, local jobs. And it stays, yep. yeah, it stays in the community. Yes. yes. It stays in the community. I mean, I know that we all see this retailer as an Amazon of places to buy things, okay? But that being said, <laughs> let's look at, like, big businesses that are not taxed or not paying tax. We're now being forced to pick up that tax. Right. You know, and that's that's why I feel it's wrong. And I'm hoping any senators or even congressmen or women that are listening, I want you to seriously go to a local brick and mortar. I, I'm, I'm going to challenge a senator and a congressperson to go to a local brick and mortar, talk to the people there. Even if you don't smoke, just go in. If you don't even like the smell of smoke, go in for a half hour and look at the culture and see how more relaxed people are, how much this is doing this. And this, this is not... This is not a pharmaceutical thing. This is not alcohol. This doesn't get us intoxicated. This doesn't do anything that impairs a person when they leave a shop compared right. to going to a bar or right. compared to anything else. Right. And yet, they found, and I'm, I don't want to use cannabis as an example, but the country... That's okay, you could. Oh, yeah, I'm going to use that. Thank you. <laughs> Proceed. But cannabis, they found a way to legalize it in certain states and tax it, and still everyone got the benefit. The states and the local federal government and everybody else gets their cut, and everyone enjoys cannabis without now worrying about looking past your shoulders. Kind of looking at you now, Stone. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I bet you if, security. if you tell a politician, yeah, security. Yes. <laughs> if you tell a politician, oh, hey, you're going to get votes out of that lounge, mm -hmm. I bet you they'll be there. Oh, I, not only, I bet they'll buy a box. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, several boxes. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. We yeah. know the game. And, yeah. the, and the irony is that I, I've seen some of these congressmen and women that are actual cigar smokers that are backing this bill. And it's yeah. like, okay, you think it's not going to affect you? Like when you go to a local brick and mortar where you're representing your district, that all of a sudden that Padron that you can now afford on that Congress salary is now right. like 6 $7 more? You know, it's going to change everything. You know, I, my heart goes out to Bill Clinton. Because I know how he's going to be affected by this. <laughs> so, oh my God! Oh no! Wow! Him and Monica, you know, much love, much love. I would like love to. Is in the air. I yes. want to issue another challenge. I would like for anyone, not only congressman, senator, congresswoman, whatever, anyone, even your average everyday mom dad whatever you are i don't i don't care go up to someone like israel who has fought who has served who has suffered who has sacrificed grace of god recovered yes. and sacrificed so much look that person in the eye and say i'm going to take from you what you did wasn't enough. I'm going to take more from you. Mm -hmm. How can anyone with any type of a beating heart do that? Yeah. It's funny, like, yeah. we're talking about this tax here. If this tax goes through, what's not, like how you said, Israel, what's not to say that they're going to attack bakeries next? Or even say, oh, you go to a restaurant that serves anything outside of McDonald's quality, we're now going to tax you 25% on your meal or anything. And because, like you said, Diva, like how it was an 18 to 19 page report, how many of us are going to sit and read that and then go do research? Oh, and that right, was, that oh, we're was in. We're going to tax you more because 
you're driving a little longer now. Yeah. Exactly. I would it, not it, be it, surprised if that was in there because there were maybe 20 different quote-unquote programs on each page. I only mentioned one because I'm not going to read that entire document on a podcast. I only brought up one that I saw that I thought was absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the point is, we have no idea. They might be going after bakeries. It may have been in that summary. You know, but no one's going to read that. Right. You're going to vote for something and realize, oh, you know, well, I don't believe in that. I don't stand behind that. Well, yes, you do, because you signed for that tax increase. Mm -hmm. You were behind that tax increase. So, yes, you are behind, you know, funding the marketing efforts of pharmaceuticals, drugs that... uh, are just right now sitting in a shelf somewhere. Yeah. You're you're paying for them to get on TV so that you can see their commercials. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I I don't have the statistics with me right now, but when we see all these truth campaign ads, you know, you know, coming from a video and audio background, that stuff costs money. So are we paying for a 30-second ad to tell a kid that's already going to ignore the fact that you should not smoke? That they're going to smoke and that's being paid by the tobacco industry you know from cigarettes definitely so how many like like you even said stone how many kids do you know are sitting in the back of their school smoking a davidoff none 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 <laughs> say it again none none and i'm at the nyu and i can't even sit in the back of my <laughs> university and smoke you know but it, this this is an attack and as long as this stays silent as long as us smokers we stay silent, just ignore this, we're gonna pay for it. Yes. So wake up, folks, wake up. Yeah, wake you're up. listening to us, yes. make some moves, get in contact with these politicians, you can't say it enough, reach out to them. You know, Let I them know that you're not with this. I always say this, if you could spend five minutes BSing on social media, on Instagram, TikTok, or whatever, you could spend that same five minutes saying, I don't want my rights to be taken away. Yes. I don't want my pleasure my only joy that I have, that is mine and mine alone, to be higher taxed just because you don't agree with what I do. Correct. And a lot of times when people don't agree with something, it's because they don't understand. Mm-hmm. It's not because it's bad, it's because people jump to the conclusion that it's bad. And I'm not saying that cigars are by any chance a miracle food, no, they're not chia seeds or, you know, uh, you're not going to find them in the organic health section of your grocery store. But the point is, if you took the time to understand, like, for example, one of the things that I always explain to people, especially when they find out that I'm a woman and I, I love cigars and they look at me with this baffled look on their face and I say, well, you seem to have a pretty good collection of wine everything that if and that's if you're really into wine i know a lot of people just drink it casually and they don't care what's in it but when it comes to cigars and people who truly love their wine it's almost the same equation uh you know like the soil how was the sun how much rain came that season to to grow the crop was it shade grown? Was it sun grown? Were there any storms that year? 
There are so many elements that go into the art and science that eventually becomes the cigar that we're smoking. Very true. You bring up a good point now, thinking about the origin of the cigar and the tobacco. You know, again, a lot of times, coming from those countries that are poor countries, you know, this is what feeds them. Mm -hmm. So this, like I said, it's a domino effect. So we can't really forget that aspect too. I know a lot of times we enjoy the cigar, but we don't understand or sometimes you just don't think about, you know, what it took to make the cigar. These are handmade cigars. These are not machine-made cigars. They're actually people who are actually sitting in factories making these cigars. And they don't get paid a whole lot. Exactly. So it affects, you know, so that industry here in the stateside or overseas, you know, where there are uh, abundant purchases of cigars, you know, affects what happens when yeah. the cigar is made. It's a trickle-down effect. Yeah, so exactly. like that domino effect is something to think about. So this this, this bill, again, I'll say it again for the thousandth time, get in contact with these politicians, folks, your state reps, mm -hmm. wherever you need, let them know that you're against this particular bill. Join. Wake up, make right some there, noise. Let your voice be heard. Yeah. Like you said, social media is a powerful tool. Let's make it happen. Join the CRA. Yeah. And if the Kardashians could make $10 billion just going on social media and doing what they do, then why can't we as cigar smokers make that much more noise? Correct. We can. Mm -hmm. We can. Minus the fact they ruin a lot of people's lives, but I'm just saying so. And, and I'm, I'm not getting no plastic surgery done. Yeah, well, well, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking, you I'm don't need about any, Israel. Right. No, you don't. No, you don't. Well, Me, I got a voice for radio. So I got a face for radio. So, so Stone, I'm plastic surgery so my yeah. business. Don't be judging me. Stone, what you just mentioned about how it affects people in other countries, that's so true. Because for so many people, that's probably one of the very few sources of income that are available to them but not only that Americans overseas again the whole Cigars for Warriors program organization uh, we have so many troops around the world that uh, Stickman I know you've got a lot of military in your family and mm -hmm. I remember Four. you telling me about that one cousin a sniper who would sit out there. How long does she sit out there? She was in uh, a ranger unit, and they would be out there for weeks. Weeks? Yeah. And when she gets back, the first thing that she reaches for is a cigar to unwind. And so if we let this tax hike go through, it's also our troops that we're hurting. Not only the veterans who have already sacrificed, already shed mud and blood, but also the troops who are still out there waiting for donations from places like Cigar Sessions. Right. How much more do they want to hurt us? Yeah. You know, How much more? I mean, it, it, it's funny, like, um, I'm a gamer, and one of my joys, next to making kids cry on Call of Duty, is... <laughs> is smoking a cigar while I'm gaming. And I was playing a game called Mafia 3, and it was about a Vietnam vet that came back to Louisiana. Mm. And if you see the, the culture back in the 60s of how there was no support for soldiers coming back, and now we're starting to realize how much effective, how, how much of an impact, excuse me, PTSD is. If this soldier that does not go and seek help and decides to say, I'm going to smoke cigars, 
We're now taking that one thing that they may save a life away from them. Okay, I'm not trying to say cigars save lives, but cigars, we, we, we need to de-villainize this. Yes. You know, and like how you were saying, Stone, like about how it provides jobs, a lot of cigar groups that I belong to, um, you know, from the Dominican, there's guys that go out there, they take supplies. I'm not going to say the person's name out of respect for him, but he belongs to groups where these guys monthly donate to places like the Dominican, to other countries, you know, for the kids to have school supplies and everything. So if you tax the cigar industry, you're going to not only take away the ability for people to give back. And let's, let's, let's be real about this. How many small industries like the cigar industry actually give back as much as the cigar industry? Uh, say so, it again. Say it again for them. How many small businesses like the cigar industry give back as much as the cigar industry when it comes to the community and others? I'll wait. Yeah. 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 I'll wait. So what I'm going to do is I'm going I'm to challenge anyone that's listening today. Whenever you're listening, if you're on the toilet, in the car, on your Peloton, if you're not paying attention to the person that's trying to yell at you, <laughs> you know, but um, if you're listening to this podcast, I challenge you to go do some research, you know, just go look and see. And if you're a cigar smoker, sit back, you know, with your favorite stick, whether it's a Davidoff, a Padron, Fuente, Podoma, whatever you're smoking on. Ask yourself, if I am comfortable at what I'm paying now... Imagine what the average Joe is going to be affected by if this hike goes up. And, you know, let's not, you know, let's all, let's be real about this. Let's not all take this for granted. A quiet voice stays quiet even after getting an ass whooping. Yep. It's only when you raise your voice to say there's an injustice, then that change happens. Absolutely. Can I, can I give an, an example? During the pandemic... People were acting like, and I can't even blame the people, toilet paper was being price gouged so badly, a, a pack of Cottonelle on Amazon was going for $55, $60, depending on the seller. Mm-hmm. That's what we're looking at. I mean, that's the type of economics that we're looking at here. but affecting the everyday person and one thing about cigar lounges is I once read an article that networking events are the worst place to network and as a businesswoman I can tell you that is so true but in a cigar lounge I have met so many wonderful people made so many wonderful relationships and one of the the best things I've seen is that when someone walks into a cigar lounge and says hey my kids football team needs help or I'm a part of a fundraiser for XYZ everyone stands up to contribute Mm -hmm. and I can't think of anywhere else that I've ever been from business networking events to seminars conferences anywhere where I could walk in and say hey, I'm raising money for XYZ, and everyone stands up. And even if it's just five bucks, even if it's, whether, whether it's five bucks or a hundred bucks, everyone wants to help. Yes. 
and that's what I see in the cigar world. And, yes. and I could vouch to that for that, because all those cookie sales, I gained 15 pounds in three years over <laughs> cookies alone. So I, I know. So we're going to wrap this up. I know it's getting over the hour mark. So Oh, my gosh. Has it been an hour? Yeah, with you, it's like forever. Oh. <laughs> so, Stone, I want you to do a shout-out for all your social media, for those that don't know. All right, I'm going to say this one last thing, folks. Listen, if you're that cigar smoker and you're listening, go back to the lounge. Educate the folks on what you heard here today. Mm-hmm. Just let them know what's going on. Okay, now on social media, you can follow me on Instagram at Smoke World Podcast. Email stone at smokeworldpodcast.com. Website, smokeworldpodcast.com. Again, check out the Smoke World Podcast when you get the opportunity sitting here with the lovely Cigar Diva. My man Stick doing his thing. Brother Israel, I appreciate you guys. It's been a great episode. Thank you. Israel, my brother. Hey, I appreciate everyone. Uh, remember Cigar Sessions in Middletown, Delaware. Uh, I want to thank Pat for allowing us to have this podcast and this uh, establishment. And um, follow me on uh, Brothers of the Brown Leaf on Facebook. And uh, enjoy your evening. Diva, you should do your shout outs. Brothers and sisters of the leaf, people of the leaf, whoever. Uh, find me on Instagram, Facebook, any platform at The Cigar Diva. Very easy to find. Mm-hmm. Very easy. And I want to give a, a shout out also to Coconut Stickman for everything. all of his. You know, I was actually <laughs> going to say everything until you said it. See, uh, I can't do no shout outs because I don't have an email, <laughs> I don't have social media. But you know, but to, you've got skills. But absolutely, like thank how, you, thank you, brother, thank you. I appreciate you guys. But like how everyone said, go have this conversation. If you could talk about sports, you could talk about what, who's what, where, and what, what you're smoking on. Have this conversation. One voice in a in a loud room could still make a difference. Absolutely. So absolutely, ladies and gentlemen, I thank you so much for this. And again. Follow us all on social media, and we hope to hear you guys from the next podcast. Peace.